0: This episode is brought to you by the Pizza Boys. We deliver the meats. Go to the ejmstore.com for the official Pizza Boys merch. And look out for the Pizza Girls coming soon. And now, back to the show. And welcome to another episode of Dio Talk. I'm Dio, let's talk. Uh, I would like to welcome my guest of the evening. Uh, Give a warm welcome to Antonio Aloya. A historian welcome to the show how are you doing
1: I'm doing well and how are you
0: I'm good good uh once again thank you for joining me um and um i am a big fan of history uh how did you what inspired you to become a historian
1: um that's kind of you know what, that, I, I think that's kind of like a long story honestly because it started when i was when I was a kid right so um i grew up playing video games and a lot of video games I um, uh, gravitated towards was the, was the Japanese kind. So I, I got, I got an anime and there was this one, one video game that was based around um, mid medieval or feudal Japan. And I, and I really liked it. Funny stories I still play it today. So it's, you know, it's still got that staying power. So, um, and then at the same time I was do I, I was, and I still am doing um, Aikido and that kind of, um, segue into oh hey here here are samurai which were historical people and a lot of the characters from the video game um were historical people so it kind of bridged the gap of like oh hey these these people were actual live human beings and you know throughout throughout middle school and i and i I remember i remember it vividly throughout middle school the only thing I, i would read Were history books based on Japanese history, samurai history. So I mean, I would it would it was it was just like okay. Any I mean, the bookshelf over here, most most of the bigger books, um, you know, like this big, are samurai history books, and I I would take them to school and just and and just and just go through that. Um, Fast forward a bit when I got to college, I'm like, well, I like history, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Um, (laughs) um, Yeah, you can you can stop me anytime because sometimes my stories go um don't worry go, don't worry. go longer because you know because you know because that's yeah you know, that's what history is it just yeah. keeps going and going so um so you know I got to do history for school which was interesting but I, I always felt that there was something that like I was I, I wasn't really connected to it but I was connected to it and then in um actually this segue way into something different too but um in the last semester of my senior year of um, of undergrad, um, I was basically in a class that basically said, Hey, pick any topic nice. and and just and just go with it. So my first thought was, Oh, hey, Samurai. And then after thinking about it a little more, I really know I really didn't know Japanese. I tried like three times and didn't really stick with me. So, (laughs) so I'm like, okay, well, what's, well, what's the next best thing? I actually went to my professor he's like, well, you like Samurai. That's cool. But you also talked about Aikido. So I wound up doing the entire 15 weeks, that entire semester of of Aikido history here in America. Um, I mean, like, like that class and that project consumed, I mean, it really consumed me because at the, it, you know, because uh, during the semester, I had like four other courses, and the other four other courses were like, "I I don't care about these. I just I I just care about this one. Yeah, this yeah. one topic, yeah, right? Yeah. So, um, so I so I basically spent those fourteen weeks creating a paper of IQ history yeah, exactly. in America, and then that wound up becoming um, the, the book.
0: The, was that the inspiration yeah, for the book?
1: Yeah, ba- oh. th- that was actually the um the uh the foundations and um you know if you know if you don't mind i'm just going to like yeah sure this yeah. is what it came out to and this was actually wow. after three years of um research so it's aikido comes to america uh nice. a brief history of the arts of american pioneers and their journey to the present um so uh, yeah so that got released in 2020 of september um through tambuli media so I graduated in I graduated undergrad in 2017 and I basically said what I wanted to do after this is like, this is, you know, this is something cool. Let me, let me keep, let me keep going with it. So I literally spent the next three years. Um, yeah, three years after that working on it. Um, and that was after I, uh, also enrolled myself into grad school for, for history. Um, So I was basically working on it during the nights and everything. So it was, it was like homework and work during the day. And then this, maybe a page paragraph, whatever I could do at night before I crashed into, into (laughs) bed. And then, you know, that was that. So Uh (laughs) it was, uh,
0: it was, it was really uh, like a, a passion project for you something that you love and endured because you you've been practicing aikido for, for many years. Yeah.
1: I've I've been practicing actually this year would be 20 years. So like wow. it was, it was, it was, <laughs> it was, it was kind of part of my life already. So it was also, it was, it was one of my ways of also giving back to the art, but like, since it was a part of my life for 20 years, um, it kind of felt, I don't know, a, something that I just easily gravitated towards it was like okay well well let me let me do this um yeah it was it was just it was really just from that and um thank God that my uh my uh father has a library of 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 a books that really helped me get started on on the on the yeah. whole thing because funny enough a, a lot of the history is not um is not really available on well, actually, it is on. It is available online, but not the history that I, I was trying to get to. Yeah. Because um, when I started writing, I I started or started researching. I should say. Um. What I what I found is that there was a lot of people talking about just the Japanese pioneers that came over from Japan, or talking about the Japanese experience or Japanese history of IQ in Japan. So I kind of wanted to change change the focus a little bit because you know. There, there were again off the top of my head. There were one, two, three, uh, like six, six or seven, like really big Japanese, uh, IKEA practitioners that that came over here and kind of, kind of laid the foundations. But there were like hundreds and hundreds of Iyke, pra- I'm sorry, of American IKEA practitioners that followed them and took what they did from one city and just kind of spread it out that way. So like it was, it was kind of it was kind of like talking about it was talking about the soldiers rather than the generals, sort of thing. At least, you know, that was the way that I was thinking of it. So um, actually through the three year process, I got to talk to a handful of people that either were pioneers themselves or um, knew of the pioneers. And there were some that were really there was just some stories that were really, really cool and really um really inspiring. And there were some stories that were just like, oh, well, that just kind of sucks. God, it, God. The, 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 uh, the, uh, the uh, way, the way that they ended or some of these stories ended, it was just like, ah, oh, they were, they were, they were so good at what they were doing. And then it just, it just kind of fell apart at the end for, for, for a myriad of different reasons. It and was, it was actually kind of sad. Um, once you actually got to, or once I got to learn all that, I'm like, wow, that's, that's, that's kind of unfortunate for them.
0: What is it? What is it about Aikido that like is definitely something there that like it could, you know, your 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 father passed it down to you and you continue, you know, basically carrying the torch to present time. Like what what is it about Aikido that like like how do I explain it? It connects with people like because usually like like dads pass things down to their kids and like, (laughs) I'm just doing this because my, my dad did it. And I just want to make it happy, but it's different because it like, it it, it ignited a flame within you that, you know, doing it for 20 years, uh, you wrote your own book, you know, you know, when you, when you speak about it, like your, your eyes glitter, (laughs) like you, you love the art, you know, like it's way different than like when I uh, practice jujitsu, right. I see mm-hmm. a lot of people like besides my professor, who like you could tell he loves it. But like you know anybody upper ranks belt and whatnot, they just you know in my opinion, right? I could be wrong. I just see it as like they you know it's it's another training for their MMA career, or they want to compete, or it's like very um, I don't very, try to very man manly thing, you know? Like you know, eat me, cut wood. You know? you know, lift shit up and put them down type of thing for them.
1: Right. Um, Well, the, there's, there's a few different viewpoints on that. Um, One is that Aikido um, isn't situated. Okay. I should, I should say many of the styles or interpretations of Aikido uh, are not situated as a competition based um, art or sport as uh some some people would say uh it's more focused on um the harmony between the two partners and this then goes into the philosophy of Aikido where it is harmony with um you yourself your partner the universe and etc um if you read some of the founders uh writing more's writing um, there's a lot of talk of your own person, your own self being connected, harmonized, uh, joined with the universe and nature. Now he came from a very um, Shinto background, which is um, like a nature um, animus um, sort of religion. So there's, you know, there's a lot of that, um, that um, connection there. Um, uh, What else was I going to say? Yeah, and because Aikido is based in um, harmony and um, not a combat sort of art, it's it can it gives focus and gives time for the practitioners and even the uh, the professor or the instructor to really focus on on themselves. So mm-hmm. we we call it a Budo or a martial way where it where it's where it's this higher, I don't want to say higher, higher consciousness, but let's say higher level than just Bujutsu or um, martial skill, which is which which is what modern Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is kind of more towards. Now, granted, every each each um, thing has has their strengths and weaknesses. I'm not saying that you know you shouldn't have martial skill or you shouldn't have a martial yeah, intent, right. but the fact that Aikido focuses more on the, the physicality, sorry, the physicality being the metaphor for um, uh, connection and harmony. I, I, I know I'm saying harmony so no, much. We, you, we, 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 in IQ kind of kill the word harmony. But, um, <laughs> but um, you know, it you know, it really is having that sort of connection with yourself to other people. Um, I mean honestly, I worked in, I worked in, uh, the service industry for, for almost, almost 10 years. Um, and Aikido has kind of, I almost say kind of has helped me to different degrees of dealing with myself and people or people to me or my coworkers or my or the customers or what say you kind of thing. So there is a, there is a, um, High, not a higher, but there's no level level of benefit that that Aikido can bring can bring to you if if you look deep enough. To get back to your original question, uh, or l- original observation with your other um, uh, training partners, is that you know, like like you said, they're you know they're just viewing Brazilian Jiu Jitsu as a another set of training for their MMA career. Now, they're 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 all being focused on fighting and the super martial aspect, and, I, and I'm not saying that's bad compared to Aikido, but that yeah. that's yeah. but but they're using the art in in the most uh, uh, utilitarian way possible mm. sort of thing, and that is the you know we're going we're going to crank your arm until until it breaks, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. Well, 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 Aikido it can it can be the same thing, but the but the meaning of it is a little bit different, and hopefully, no one's cranking someone's arm until it breaks. <laughs> God, God, you God. know,
0: it's very I I you know just doing my research and speaking to you and, and, and your dad. Um, it's very you know, it resembles right to help oneself as you know become a better person and, and that's what i think I, I i'm beginning to like you know the, the the philosophy within aikido which is something like when i like i told you dad in our last interview like the reason i, I started jiu-jitsu is you know mental health mm-hmm. you know and i think when you take you know this form of martial arts or others and use it for self-benefit you know, not to, you know, not to engage in, in you know, physical, you know, aggression or, or anything in that nature uh, for, you know, just in general. But if you use it for yourself, I think it's great. It's great. You, you receive great ben- benefits from it.
1: Yeah, abs- absolutely. And actually to to go back into history just a little bit. um, Uh, The the founder of Judo, uh, Jigoro Kano, he's, you know, he's, he's the, you know, I guess the father of modern Budo, because he took uh, the old school Jujutsu stuff and made it palatable, one, not, not only to everybody, but two, he put together a philosophy that, that basically said what, what, what you said to, you know, to focus on the, on the individual to make them a little, you know, better within the context of society. And not only that, they can, they can help other people become better people within, yeah. within uh, society. Nice.
0: Um, talk to me about a little bit of your website, which I find, I find it very fascinating because, you know, you talk about uh, the basically the history, the past, the yesterday, uh, which is an awesome name, by the way. Um.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Um, So I started that uh, martial arts of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Um, I call it my app for short. Um, So I I started that in, um, I actually started putting it together in the fall of of 2019, which was coincidentally my last year or my last semester of my graduate program. Um, So at the end of the as as the end was coming, <laughs> um, I was figuring, or I was trying to figure out what I was going to do um, with 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 the history aspect, since I really I really enjoyed it. Um, funny enough, um, just to go back a little bit, um, most of the papers that I wrote for um, my graduate uh, s- stuff all somehow revolved around martial arts. <laughs> so, so it kind of it, you know, it's so i so i kind of was i kind of basically said i, I want to do martial arts history so in the fall of that i basically said to myself after contemplating and, and talking to basically my father um basically come up with my ad as a as a blog now it's actually a chronicle um so that i could just post this stuff and get and get the research out there to to the masses one way or another i mean and if and if not someone else like me later down the line can find this and, and be like, here you go, you know, find it sort of thing. So it first started out as as a place that I would just put my, actually it it, it still is, but, but started out as, as a place I can put my research to, right? And in, initially it was all bunch of it, a bunch of interviews I did for uh, the book and some of the papers I did back in grad school um and it was really only tailored to aikido because you know that was the only thing i really did before so then after it was 2019 after like 2020 i basically said like i want to expand into something else or expand more into other arts so that's where i started to go into um sorry go into kendo the uh the sorry the japanese sword fencing okay yeah with, you know with the um with all yeah. with all like the super heavy duty um, armor, um, I started looking into Kempo Karate, um, looking into Hema or historical European martial arts, and and a whole bunch of other stuff. And I really like it, it was it was more to try and get to the name of martial arts of yesterday, today, and tomorrow because. If you know, if I just stick to Aikido, it's not martial arts. It's just one thing. It's Aikido yesterday, today, yeah. and tomorrow. So, yeah. it, so, it, so I, I felt it, it had to be a little bit bigger than that. Um, and really, what, what a lot of it is is oral is oral history, right? It's a bunch of interviews of of practitioners of Kendo, of Hema, of Aikido, of Judo, of 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 Olympic fencing, um, of Karate all this other stuff, basically telling their story of how, of how they got into the art, where, where, where the art came from, where the art's going, all this, all this fun stuff. And there was a lot of um, stories that, you know, you just get to see here and read um, that, that really just like, Oh, Hey, that's, you know, that's, you know, that basically tells you that it was a different time way, way, way back when you know whether it's the 50s 60s 80s 90s whenever they started like you can just see the training um change from just the way that they speak about it from the 70s to the 90s 80s to 2000s um and all this stuff um in addition to the interviews i have uh, peppered in some of my um grad grad papers in there um unfortunately they don't get um a lot of traction compared to the, some of the interviews because the way that i write um is 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 very dense and you can talk to the editors of my book and they can just be like wow this gets boring after a little bit i'm like you know i i don't i don't i don't um disagree with you however this is you know this is just the way that i learn how to write history um I actually just a springboard off of that. Um, I actually had one person read, read, read my book in like a, in like a whole day. So I guess, I guess it's easy reading compared to some other stuff, which is what I wanted. But is is,
0: is your style like more like informative or storytelling?
1: Um, I tried to for, for this book, I I actually try to be both. I tried to weave a story, um, I tr- um yeah I tried to weave a st- weave a story from when the art first came over like from from the 50s and 60s and how it transitioned to 70s and 80s and then so, so on and then peppering in the societal context like like the 50s and 60s were mm-hmm. the initial post war years of of World War 2 so there was a bunch of um veterans coming home from Japan and Korea and like you know a little bit of early viet uh viet, Vietnam bringing home karate aikido judo um kendo actually not actually not a lot of kendo I'm sorry um but like you know but like a lot of those arts coming back from Japan Okinawa Korea taekwondo right coming coming over and then and then you have the 70s and 80s as kind of like the as as like the Asian boom because then the 70s there's a whole bunch of uh Kung Fu movies, like like yeah. Bruce Lee and everyone else, that was from um, shoot. I'm actually trying to remember the uh, the production company out of Hong Kong that just totally spammed uh, the market with Kung Fu movies. And then in the 80s was kind of like that Japanese ninja anime explosion sort of thing here in here in the West. So I kind of pepper in all all that sort of stuff. And of course you have to talk about uh, Steven Seagal in the in the yeah. 90s so 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 yeah it it is it it is a narrative but then it's also an informative narrative an an informative narrative yeah so i you know that's you know that's what i try to do and actually when i try to to write some of the stuff um like actually um i did recently like a few months ago i posted a, a a history about kendo in in hawaii and even though that was a little more like an like an informative thing, I still tried to keep a story of to it where it was like it, it you know came over from Japan with the with the immigrants and then X Y and Z sort of thing. So nice. so, so I I guess at the end of the day, the, the 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 thing you should remember with history is that it it's it's always a story. Yeah. Always 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 got to be a story somewhere, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Correct. I think it's just, um, you know, but it also it's it's reporting facts, right? Because sometimes when you when you write, you know, a story, it's it's always like it, it tends to be one sided, you know. <laughs> uh, and if you try to write a story with different moving parts, it end up being, you know, uh, an anime book or a comic book or something of <laughs> the sorts. So it's challenging, you know. Uh, it's you know, I'm just going to say what, what really killed martial arts is, is, you know, people, you know, the UFC and all this as, as fascinating and fun. It can be. It's it's it, it doesn't show. It's like uh, and was it Rome where they, they had like the, the gladiators fight to the death. That's mm-hmm. all it is. It's it's a it's a it's an entertainment form there's not really, you know, values or, or techniques or, you know, like you see in the movies. And, and I think if you're able to, to, I don't know, like mix a little of both, you know, people would, would, you know, you know, get in tune with it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it, it's, it's just now trying to get them to commit a little bit more. Um, I mean, and what's funny is that, um, it's kind of the same problem today as it was back then, you know. I mean, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s are trying to get people to, um, you know, to really stick with the martial art because um, when 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 I was talking to some people, they were saying, "Oh, yeah, it was Bruce Lee or Steven Seagal or it was Star Wars or or it was." whatever that, you know, that brought in the most people mm-hmm. and, th- and those, and those people would have only stayed for uh, maybe two, three, four months. And then everything would just wheel down to like, you know, the, you know, the top f- or the or the last five guys that went up staying f- the longest. You know what I mean? That, you know, that fully committed themselves mm-hmm, to the, mm-hmm. to the thing. So it's, I, you know, I guess to your point, there is a um, more of a, um, I'm trying to think of the word, uh, a desensitization to like the violence that martial arts can bring, mm-hmm. you know. You know, but then again, you know, you reference robe and Gladius were killing each other in yeah, I think three hundred BC. So they 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 <laughs>
0: took they took uh, it's like they took the action part and they swept away like the, the philosophy. Mm-hmm. I think if if people, it's like. People watch anime I'm not sure you you watch anime, but you know Naruto and and other forms of anime like people become fans because it's like the shinobi way the the values with mm-hmm. you know that's instilled in, in the showing and in the writing, and that's how they got to sell so many merch they yeah. they they, <laughs> they they enjoy that mm-hmm. um but also they won't take time to actual you know like you like myself research the content you know, uh do their due diligence, educate themselves. They want they 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 want it they want all the action here up front and you know to reach some type of climax and boom, they're done. Next one.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, it's you know, it's like it's kind of like the um you know that's you know it's kinda of like music. It's like, oh hey, there is, you know, there is um a song or whatever, we'll just listen to it once. So, hey, is it good or is it bad, whatever? And if it's not we'll just we'll just Throw it away. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, it is, it is kind of like that. It, it is, it is kind of like that, you know, that climax thing that they're all searching for, for like right now. Um, and sometimes you have to not have the, you know, the, you know, the, the tip or the climax or whatever you want to call it, um, right, right, right now because maybe that's not what you really want. What you, what you really want is that long, journey to get to that point and be like okay now i'm now i'm ready for it now now it feels good and you right. know or now or now i feel I, I i i won't say complete but you know but but now i feel benefit from this because of all this other stuff right yeah yeah
0: um what like while you you were doing your research and and diving in depth to this like what what story or what like what is something that's like you read and it just blew your
1: mind? Um, the first one that comes to mind, and I'm not really sure if it blows my mind, but it's kind of like, oh, hey, oh, hey, that's, you know, that's good. That's a that's a cool thing. But I was I was talking to um, who is he? I was talking to an IKEA person, uh, George Kennedy, who is who's in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I was talking to him about uh, Rodney Grantham, who who is next jiu guy turned um uh Aikido. He spent time in uh, he, he spent time in Korea in a mash unit and and he and he wound up being a pioneer in uh the southeastern uh United States. Um the fact that he was in a mash unit um remind me of um my father's father or my or my gr- or my grandfather since I really didn't get to know him. The the only few things I know about him was that he served in Korea, also in the MASH unit. So mm-hmm. so so that was kind of like a cool a cool parallel of 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 that. Um, which now that I'm thinking about, they you know they might have known each other. Who knows? Yeah. Um, re- uh, relating more towards the book, um, I um I read or I talked to somebody about this guy called uh, uh, Thomas Doc Walter, and he was a doc because he was a dentist, right? So Doc Walter was his uh, nickname. Um, he he was from Florida. Uh, he established a school in Florida. And he wound up being a, uh, one of the core members that set up, or helped set up, I should say, um the largest IKE the largest American Aikido organization, um the the United States Aikido Federation, largest one in the in the in the entire wow. country. And he and he and he was there to help write the bylaws, put you know put everything together, him um and and, and just a handful of other um, uh, Americans and uh Japanese. And then and then he wound up going on to find to establish excuse me um like 12 different schools in the in sap in sorry southern southern united states one one in a caribbean island and one all the way up in iceland so yeah so this guy got got around a lot (laughs) you know um Unfortunately, his his uh, he kind of had to leave the or- the organization because there was some uh, some di- some disagreements, and he kind of just he passed away. And the you know the small organization that he put together kind of just also, uh, yeah, well, where... yeah, went yeah. away un- 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 unfortunately. But um, those are aikido. I'm trying to think of there's I mean honestly it's just, it's just a lot of the stories oh actually here's 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 one so I talked to a kendo and you you can you can stop me whenever because sometimes no, I'll yeah, just just I'll, 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 I'll keep going on so um, I was talking to one to one kendo uh, practitioner from I think he's from San Francisco he's he's from he's from California he, younger guy right and actually a lot of the kendo people that I talk to are older so and 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 there's a different way of how they approach interviews so there's 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 this younger guy who was very open to you know to to his to his experience um so so we started kendo and he didn't really think much of it and then when uh things in his life started to go um crazy and um apparently he's he started to get or get some symptoms of depression he's he actually kind of did a 180 went 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 to kendo and the the you know the practice and the routine of kendo wound up helping his life get um get straight again like like i mean he like he found solace in kendo that he was like okay well if, you know, if, if nothing else, I'm going to, I'm going I'm going to, I'm going to live for Kendo. And then through that, he, he, you know, he made his life better.
0: Yeah. Life changing.
1: Yeah. Actually, um, if, you know, you know if I just want to say one, one more thing with all this research, um, one, one of the papers I did in grad school was researching, uh, the Japanese American internment camps during World War II. Um, I focused in on this one, uh, War relocation camp or concentration camp, internment camp, whatever you want to call it, uh, called Manzanar, which was in uh, southeast part of California. Um, I focused it on on that camp because uh, because the Japanese American community there established a judo dojo uh, for both um, issei and nisei and sansei, which are first, second, and third generation uh japanese americans um they so they established a dojo there um and the and you know again this was in the middle of World war II and you know the in the united states were were at war with uh, japan and the camp administration didn't really ha- didn't have a problem w- with with uh, you know japanese americans uh, uh, establishing a a dojo, and what happened with the dojo is that there were tournaments every day. Uh, sorry, every month there was a trophy that um, that you know that was passed around, uh, switching people every month. It, it actually got the whole camp involved of creating belts out of um, rubber tires, wow. creating um, wow. uh, creating geese out of um, I think it was pillowcases and and other um, and other. Uh, other materials that, that, that they could find. I think, yeah, they, uh, they, they had one inter camp judo tournament, uh, that I remember reading with, with a, with a, with a whole nother one. They actually had, um, they, they actually had outside judo people come in and actually, and partake in, uh, you know, a tournament there too. Um, and basically what I'm trying to get at is that, judo served as a as a place of solace for these guys during um during a really bad time you know what i mean so um so like you you know i i i found those those things uh in um interesting and actually very um sorry because i uh because aikido actually really did that for me too so oh. um one second i'm sorry yeah, It's okay don't worry about it but um Excuse me. But, um, you know, those those are the things of history that kind of really, really gets to you or just like really makes it interesting because it, it makes it it makes it more um, human. And in a sense um, I may be battling on too long, but um, I, I I might be um, sorry. That's in, in a sense of what I'm trying to do with my app, because it's because it's giving people their story. So that's someone else can actually be like, oh, hey, this is human.
0: Yeah. Not, it, it's not... beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's, it, you know, it's a lot of people think, you know, martial arts in general, it's like combat and, and to fight. And if you look, if you dive into history, it's, it's self improvement to help yourself, you know, trying to, you know, it's like physical therapy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And if you think about where um the, samurai were especially once once the 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 country was at peace in you know after 1615 um you know there wasn't really a lot to do with fighting and killing each other i mean wars wars were over right (laughs) so it so where where else can we can we bring this um uh this killing art to? it's 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 not killing the the opponent outside it's killing the opponent within or or raging the war within, exactly. sort of thing. So I mean, yeah, martial arts is so much more <laughs> than yeah, yeah. Just,
0: It's it's just... you know it's like a sense. <laughs> it gives you a uh, uh, like almost like a sense of responsibility. You know mm-hmm. you you know it's like you know boxers they can't, you know once they get their license or something like that they can't box outside of the ring. That a responsibility. You know, same sense like if you're doing martial arts, you know, you, you, you have all these techniques to possibly hurt somebody, but yet you, you're, you have to be responsive enough to know not to use them.
1: Right. Right. Um, and what's oddly enough is I was actually th- thinking about, well, can I actually do this? Can I actually do that? Will, will I have an issue putting this thing on it? I'm like, but I'm going to hurt somebody willingly. Yeah. Correct, I mean, correct. you know, no, no, you know, no matter the context, whatever, but it's just like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm you know, I'm going to use this thing to hurt somebody. I'm like, how am I going to feel about that? Right. So it's, 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 you know, it's kind of taking that, that deeper look of like, sure. You can, you can go out and hurt somebody, but in the long run, it's not going to feel good to you. Right. Correct. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100%. What are, what are some things that, uh, readers can find once they purchase your
1: book? Um, what they can find uh, is probably one of the first or one of the only uh, sources of um, of American Ikea history that's mm. that's that's out there. Um, a, a source that's been synthesized, that synthesized other sources to put in one, you know, what I mean, um, it is by no means a comprehensive or an encyclopedia or a end-all-be-all sort of thing with um, with American I- American IKEA history. Um, technically, my ads the sequel; it's all the stuff that I couldn't put in. But this is this is a brief history, just just enough for either the uh, the practitioner. Or the person, or just someone that's interested, that that will get a basic understanding of how Aikido came from Japan, how it formed, and formed, and then formed in Japan. Sorry, and then came from Japan into America, and how that grew within its uh, within uh, within its borders from the eye, from from the perspective of American practitioners. Oh, that's awesome. Um,
0: how do, how, how does like, does Aikido have like belt level, like other organizations like, and if so, how does
1: it work? So the um, modern Aikido, or I should say post-war Aikido, post-war Aikido has a belt, has the belt ranking system. very similar to Judo they 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 do the q ranks and the don ranks right so that's that's what they do you you know you you know you put in x amount of time you show the techniques you're supposed to show and then you know pass fails sort were of a thing. Um pre war IQs um just just in Japan um they had specific uh Transmission scrolls and those transmission scrolls were basically like, you know, I'm, you know, I, you know, I taught so, so and so X, Y, and Z. And then here's the certificate of that, mm. of that transmission scroll. Um, and you can kind of see how that really didn't stay from, you know, pre-war to post-war. Um, and of course, as you know, as you go higher and higher in the Don rankings, there's, there's more stuff that's um, asked of you um unfortunately i'm not that super high so i don't know what it what um what they expect after after a certain level after like fourth down or so um but yeah like actually i think after a certain point and this is just from um talking to some people is that um it's you know it's what you give back to the community it's what you give back to the iq community uh and then and then they kind of base it off of that but i'm sure that there's other things as as well unfortunately i'm not part of the uh worldwide worldwide grading curriculum center thing whatever you want to call it so <laughs> <laughs>
0: got it got it all right boom um it's been an honor and pleasure talking to you i i think i'm able to learn a lot about you know, i'm thinking about buying your book too so um So one one day I'll pass by so you can sign it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah.
0: (laughs) yeah. Um, tell the people where they can find your stuff and, and, Um, you.
1: Yeah, sure. So my, so the book IQ comes to America that is available on Amazon. Um, just type in IQ comes to America. You'll find it. Um, leave, leave a review if you, if you really like it. Um, uh, you can find uh, martial arts or I'm sorry my at martial arts of yesterday today and tomorrow on Facebook on Instagram on reddit and on Twitter you just type in martial arts of yesterday today and tomorrow and you can you will you will find it um, so yeah you can like like the Facebook page uh, follow the Twitter um, page you can you can also follow the the Instagram um
0: What's uh Extra.
1: what's your Instagram handle? Instagram handle is M A Y T T history. Boom. There you go. And that and that should be the same one for my Twitter. Boom. Um Facebook handle is martial arts y T T. Boom. There you go, and guys. So, yeah, I, I I really enjoyed this conversation with you. That's
0: okay. the show. Uh, I'm out, guys. Yeah. Have a good night. Boom.